This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, August 29th. Corey, we are going to be off and running today for our 2023-24 high school sports broadcast schedule starting tonight. Indeed we are. We have uh, Pequot Lakes at Wadena Deer Creek High School Volleyball, our very first broadcast of the fall sports season. We're back, baby. Are you feeling ready? Uh, Ready as I'll ever be. Uh, You know. Volleyball is a it's a unique sport. We get ready to to dive back into that uh, today. Wadena Deer Creek, of course, had uh, a nice little run last year in the Section Six AA. Uh, that correct Six AA uh, volleyball and uh, uh, section tournament last year, and Pequot Lakes also did as well. So these are going to be two uh, recently successful volleyball programs that are going to be going at tonight. So uh, it should be a pretty good game. Pequot Lakes bookended Wadena Deer Creek season with losses last year. They they played the first match of the season a year ago, and then uh, it was the final match of the season for the Wolverines one season ago. Uh, and then Pequot Lakes, I believe, runners up in the state tournament last year. Yeah. So uh, you know, the, this is the fun thing now about about high school sports is who's coming back. Who's going to step up each year is kind of a uh, sometimes the only thing that stays the same is the school on the front of the uniform mm-hmm. and it can be a complete turnover on names. It It's, you know, or or no turnover or any combination kind of in between there. So it's going to be fun to see what both teams bring to the table in a brand new season. Correction. Pequot Lakes last year beat uh, St. Cloud Cathedral in the uh, section final, and so they went to state. They beat Barnesville, beat Concordia Academy, and then lost to Cannon Falls in the state tournament. So there's your update on Pequot Lakes. There uh, you go. But yeah, I mean it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. Both these teams will have, I'm sure, some uh, high goals for themselves this season. And it all gets started with that first game today. Don't you just love going into to gyms in August, Corey? It's kind of got like that fresh, that new school smell. You know what I mean? Like the hallways have all been cleaned for the school, like over the summer. Yep. The floors are freshly waxed. Uh huh. There's an extra. There's a little gleam throughout the gymnasiums, Mm -hmm. and um, they're hotter than hell. I was gonna say everybody's sweating, (laughs) so that's also fun. You know, sometimes you know when you're really into a game, and all of a sudden you kind of take your headset off and you're sweating a little bit. You know, that's happened before, uh, but. You know, then you take take it off, and you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna actually ruin this equipment. I'm sweating so much." That's uh, yeah. that's you know a different kind of hot. But you the, know, the pleather on the on the earphones are just like mm-hmm. just, they get they start getting slippery. Yeah, um, it can be gross in some of these gyms early on, and for the next probably three weeks for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thursday will be the real one. It starts to get really hot. There will be some. Mm-hmm. There will be some teams across the region that are like, can we please just not play today? Yeah, the humidity on the floor and and it's a tough upkeep. Uh, if especially if you're in, like you said, you're in one of those older schools, older gyms, whatever. It's even not in the newer ones. Fun. It still gets hot, and even in the new ones, it gets hot. So you can imagine those old ones. They they just I don't know what it is. It's like a greenhouse in there. You know. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, I wish I had something to piggyback off that, but I don't. That's uh, fine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, what do we got today? It's a 7-15 pregame, a 7-30 first serve. The Pequot Lakes Patriots and the Wadena Deer Creek 
Wolverines. Should be a fun one. So Should be a fun one. So here's here's the deal, Corey. Uh, it's been pretty fun for the Minnesota Twins. Not only did they get uh, they came into this series against Cleveland, and we talked about it yesterday. Six-game lead in the division. The Twins pretty much have it locked up already, but this is the chance to do what they have neglected to do for most of the season, which is all these other teams just fell down in front of you. Can you bury them? And the Twins were like, eh, eh, eh. And now they're in good opportunity to do that again. Uh, and they got down 4 nothing, of course, early. And everybody thought the Guardian Devil magic was back and that the, the it was all over until uh, Royce Lewis stepped to the plate and hit a grand slam. Now, the Twins had scored two runs, so it was 4-2 at the time. Uh, Rally got started by a Correa single. Michael A. Taylor uh, had another balk. I th- or there was another balk, and I think it scored Correa. But it, uh, so balks and back-to-back days grand slams in back-to-back days. Corey Royce Lewis is the first Minnesota twin to ever hit grand slams in back-to-back games. He's only the third player in Major League Baseball history to have hit three grand slams in his first 50 career games. (laughs) Because remember, he hit a grand slam last year against Cleveland for his first Major League home run, and then, of course, hitting the two in the last couple days. There's a lot of luck involved with Grand Slams because, mm-hmm. obviously, like the bases have to get loaded first and you have to be able to hit a home run. And the Twins had some other home runs. Matt Walner hit a uh, shot to the upper deck in right center field, another moonshot. Jorge Polanco hit it to the third deck down the pole in uh, left field. Uh, but Royce Lewis has pretty much been the story of the last couple days. And for a guy like Royce Lewis to get these opportunities consistently and to come through on them in only 50 career games. It just feels like whenever he's at the plate, he's doing something important for this team. And Corey, I know you have something you want to say about Royce Lewis. But before I get to that, my one piece on Royce Lewis is this guy has no idea what he's doing. And that's in a good way. He's very raw. He got called up at like 22 years old. He was the number one overall pick coming out of high school in California. And After an ACL injury, he missed a minor league season. He missed a minor league season in 2020 because of COVID. So he's still trying to learn how to be a baseball player, uh, a major league baseball player. And you'll watch. He'll have some some rough swings from time to time. But if you give Royce Lewis another year or two, he's got the talent. And he's got somebody like Correa to kind of help foster him along. If he can do the things he needs to do, he's a generational talent and right now he's producing and he has no idea what he's doing so Corey with that here's the floor well he he's done everything um he's done everything you want a top prospect to do in spite or despite whatever of those limited opportunities right like you mentioned it every time he's been hurt at what feels like very inopportune moments Every single time he's gotten hurt, it's just like, oh no, mm-hmm. it's just another. You just, you just, you start to see these things start to, to add up, and these tally marks under the injury category, and they start to, it's, it's growing and growing and growing, and oh, he's cruising now, like it feel like, oh, he's going, oh shoot, there's an injury, right, and then he would, he'd get another opportunity, and he'd produce immediately. And then he'd get hurt again. You're like, no, is this... You just wait for it, and we're probably ruined a little bit because there's a guy who's 
a full-time designated hitter slash part-time center fielder on the same roster who every time he gets hurt, it's like a com- you have to hit the refresh button. It's a complete start over every time. Mm-hmm. And every time Lewis gets another chance, he just immediately produces. We talked about it a little bit yesterday and even this morning. Those grand slams that he hit, how were those home runs? Exactly. Like they they didn't look like awesome swings necessarily. Like the bat just kind of stays through the zone. He's so powerful and uh it's really fun. I'm like it's it's exciting that he's on our on our team. You hope he stays healthy. But when he is healthy, he's the best player on this Twins team. Ooh, he's the, the best. He's, he's the best player. Now, the pitching staff probably would take some uh, some umbrage with that statement. But he is the best player on this roster when he's playing. What he provides defensively and offensively, he's the complete and total package. He's the best player on this Twins team. Right, and for sure you can say the most talented player on this Twins team because you know there was a few rough spots. Royce Lewis had to play at third base where he was already playing up on the line, and he had a, there was runners on the corners, and he had a ball hit to him, and he tr- and instead of going home because it looked like they might have to play at the plate, Twins were up by two runs. He tried to turn two, and he had to like turn backwards. Because he was so far up the line towards second base, the throw was high on Correa, and the and it brought his foot off the bag, and and Royce Lewis got charged with an error on the play, and luckily the Twins turned a double play the next batter, so it really didn't matter. Uh, but that's one where it's like Royce Lewis again, like he's just uh, the right the decision wasn't bad, but he just didn't quite realize where he was on the field, and whatever that comes with time. He had a base right, he got uh, kind of caught looking, I think, on the bases yesterday as well. But again, like. It's the thing of he's got a lot. The only way you can learn how to do baseball well is to play baseball. And Royce Lewis didn't get to play in 2020, didn't get to play in 2021, and barely played in 2022. And even like you said, Corey, missed about a month and a half with that oblique injury this year. So uh, when he's on the field, and this goes to my point, piggybacking off of your point, which is in a year or two, Royce Lewis could be one of the best players in baseball if he goes at this pace. If the Twins make a little run here, I don't mean regular season. Like, if this is the a, the weird year where it's kind of an odd season all season long, mm-hmm. but they finally get off the schneid in these in these playoff games, if they can, you know, I don't I don't want to say make a complete run because that's unreasonable. Making a run can, is like winning a series, let's say. If they can win a series, if they can make the ALCS, if they can just do some stuff and make it seem like they are a relevant franchise, I believe fully the reason will be because Royce Lewis is the guy who's leading him there. Royce Lewis is the next baseball cult hero in Minnesota. Oh, 100%. We all wanted it to be Buxton. We all wanted it to be Buxton. I don't know how many more chances that guy needs. Um, I, we still want it to be Buxton. But the last one really was Tory Hunter, right? It was yeah. just like beloved. Royce Lewis is the next beloved Twins player. That's my I can that get is on my that. uh that's my even more he's the, the a step beyond he's the best player on this team. That's the he's the we want it would be awesome if it's Correa, but he's older and it's just like no he's matter more perceived what, he's as an Astro than a twin. Yeah. It's and it's not he's not long term necessarily. Royce right. Lewis is the next cult hero Minnesota twin. Yeah, and and here's the thing about Royce Lewis, and there was an article yesterday in The Athletic 
uh, by Aaron Gleeman talking about the Twins rookies this season and how Ed Julian, Matt Walner, Royce Lewis, these rookie hitters that the Twins have are producing like no rookies have before, or at least like not in the last like 70 years. Like this rookie class that the Twins have this year with Ed Julian, Matt Walner, and now Royce Lewis, like these guys are producing like rookies are very up and down. And you can even see it when you watch those guys hit because they're learning how to hit big league pitching. It's a step up from AAA, obviously. So, and they're young. They haven't seen it before. They're trying to catch up. There's some ups and downs, but when they're up, the production that they give is unlike most rookies across baseball for like historically. And so the twins have something special here. And it's fun to see this ascendancy because you have Julian, you have Walner, you have Lewis, and you also know that Brooks Lee is down in St. Paul and he'll be with the team at some point next year. It's like the early two, it's the very start of that early two thousands twins run that this has the potential to be of like, Oh, Hey, here's Torrey Hunter. Oh, Hey, here's Justin Morneau. Oh, Hey, here's Joe Maurer. Like all of these guys just popping up out of the minor leagues and contributing. And the twins right now, have the potential to be in a similar spot with where they're at right now. And the real the realistic part about all of that too is they're relying on these rookies, which doesn't necessarily bode well for a run. Right. It means the veterans aren't getting it done. But if they ascend like a, ahead of schedule here, mm-hmm. I don't know, it it could be fun. There's some uh I I heard yesterday I think that since the All-Star break, the Twins sneakily have like a the 10th best offense in Major League Baseball, Yeah, which they obviously did not in the first half. So all those things we talked about at the All-Star break, like can the pitching remain almost as good? Pretty much and, has. And, and can the offense get just a little bit better? And this it's team, gotten a lot better. This team might be tough, and the pitching has stayed pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. The hitting has gotten better. This is... And once you know it, the Twins have won more games in the second half of the season than they did in the first half of the season. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's turning up roses, I would say. First place, Minnesota Twins. They're up by seven games in the division. They have a 97% chance to win the American League Central, according to fan graphs. And yeah, how about those Minnesota Twins? This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, August 29th.